0: i i take responsibility if we just all look inward i take responsibility is that good (laughs) enough
1: (laughs) all right let's start this podcast welcome back man thanks it's been a long time i haven't seen you in like since
0: january yeah yeah that was fun though that was a cool visit that was Uh, and for context we're in june now so it's been it's been six months (laughs) you and mike came came down to visit and that that was a fun time that was like the last wholesome full um experience of social gathering i experienced
1: god dang that's
0: since (laughs) that's since 2020 kind of decided to show up
1: yeah, twenty. I mean, it I mean, showed up from it showed up yeah. from day one. Yeah, like it was World War Three by third day yeah. into twenty twenty.
0: Now that's just that's so could change.
1: New cycles ago. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh, remember when there was almost World War Three? We'll
0: yeah, get back was, to it. It's still in the rotation. Yeah, that might
1: come back in like December. Then like, ah, yeah. oh, let's finish you off where we started
0: when you, you yeah. when you
1: entered this realm. Yeah. So it, it's only fitting. I guess we don't have to sound so pessimistic. I mean
0: That's that's actually what I was talking to someone else about. I was like, "You know, I just hope that it turns around somehow. Like I hope a lot. I hope this year becomes less more of like less of like, oh, it was a shitty year to uh, you know, a lot of things changed." Yeah. You know, I, well, I hope yeah, that a lot I mean, of real change happens and there is some ch- real change happening.
1: Absolutely. I think that you know, realistically it, will that change happen by the end of this year? No. And I don't, that's not what we're asking. We're asking for the change to happen, like, over the course of our lives, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. we want the change to be a sustained change. And so, it definitely, it feels, feels like shit right now, because, um, it's a lot of negativity swirling around, but, you know, it's like that old cliche or adage, it's like, the, the end of the race is always the hardest, or it's like, you know, right before, you get to the other side of the rainbow, proverbial rainbow, like the roughest part of the journey is like right before you get to the greener grass mm-hmm. or greener pastures. And so, um, I don't know. I mean, that sounds real nice to say right now, but God damn it, if we're sitting here in five years having similar conversations about police brutality and um, just oppressive systems and really like, unpacking a lot of this same bullshit then i i don't know how confidently i feel in in america
0: the ability to get something uh tangibly different and better or the uh, just
1: yeah to move in a, an act to actually move in a direction that's not just oh it makes us feel better but it's like no Mm -hmm. like
0: well that's what that's the that's the band-aid method that has been tried every pretty much i mean what is it like every (laughs) every 20 or 30 years it seems like it's as if it's uh it's just seen as a it'll blow over sort of thing um totally and, and you you posed a good question when we were talking earlier is uh or not even a good question you made a good point about people making this response and like what was this response that you keep hearing from people yeah why why is george floyd
1: like why george floyd why this incident
0: people are like oh but why did you wait till now i mean
1: it's like first of all from a from a black person's perspective we've not been waiting yeah (laughs) for george George floyd yeah this is like I can't in my lifetime, in just my 24 years of living, like this is the half dozen, twelfth, fifteenth time that I've witnessed on camera police shooting unarmed black person. More often than not, black man, but like black person for some unknown reason, and then to watch them walk away. Mm-hmm without facing any consequences is like that's what i've been telling people like that's the oppression right there that's the total devaluation of one's life is to then be able to kill someone and then not have to face any consequences no. for you doing
0: that yeah, they're not worth the due diligence they're not they're,
1: even worth the like oh that was wrong like, yeah. maybe we should take action against the person that did that no yeah. so yeah that's what i'd say like
0: well i i you know it's the same as you can compare to me too movement that's not a valid response you don't say well you know it took you long enough yeah or you know well you don't do it that way you you know do it only the no you, this is not a time to dictate you know. yeah it's not a time if you're paying attention the way to pay attention is not to criticize it right you, this right. is happening, you know. Right. Kind of, you have to well, remind people and because, that this is happening, in like, it is this like insistence on like mm, we don't want to handle it right now.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think that's what like when you saw the Me Too movement, and a lot of people were confused, like, why are you, why are women saying this stuff now? Like this stuff happened if they're claiming it happened 20-30 years ago, it's because the floodgates got open. It people was like don't like
0: to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. And, and 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 it was because for the first time women felt like they were being heard because i don't know if you watched if you got a chance to watch the jeffrey epstein netflix doc, yeah bro they like they complained to the fbi in 2006 never jeffrey epstein back. never heard back yeah oh then yeah those were the girls in the 90s mm-hmm. never even heard back mm-hmm. and like they're getting brought back 20 years late like The FBI is tracking them 20 years later. Mm. So, if the FBI is digging back to cases 20 years later, how about all the women that the FBI has no idea about that have cases from 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Mm. So, it's like, yeah, the floodgates got open. And I think, you know, in a kind of similar way, and, you know, I think, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about is social media and just the role. That social media is playing in the world of pandemic Mm -hmm. and now in the world of seemingly uh, a a civil rights movement that is like just starting in the middle of a pandemic um but in the same way the me too movement was very like the floodgates are open like this moment right now for opening the eyes for police, police brutality um and unjust and just really like Poorly run systems diabolical systems systems that have been created to perpetuate um, The widening of the wealth gap and the education gap and the health gap and all of those things I mean, so, you know for the black community the we've been historically on the Horrible worse end of that coin. Yeah, and so this is like in a way the me too where it's like no call out all the bullshit yeah (laughs) it's like
0: well and it's 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 unprecedented where it seems like um black people have a medium that they can control the narrative because quite frankly black twitter instagram that is black culture yes especially in america i my instagram feed is mostly black culture i love black culture black lives matter to me and like you can see that it's it's clear that like like you don't see cops joining in on this and creating movements you don't see the other side creating a movement that's how you know it's wrong you don't yeah. see people saying well not all like it, the whole not all thing is just it's 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 such a um it's like pleading the fifth, you yes. know, it's like, okay, well, if that's your argument, then I understand where you stand, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, it, you're it, not gonna
1: dig deeper than that, like, it's that's it, that's yeah. the surface level that you, but it has no power there. right
0: now, you know, like, yeah. even even the you know, I hate to just use the buzzwords, but CNN and Fox as big news channels, you, I kind of feel this energy of like they're stressing because they don't have control over what's being reported. People are not going to CNN and Fox right now. They're going to the real facts, like you said, all the bullshit being called out on social media. Yeah. And so it's like they're kind of sitting with their hands in their pants like, uh, how do we manipulate people? Oh, they can't be manipulated in this situation. What do we do? And then they don't know what to do. Yeah, and I
1: think that it's because they can't they I mean you're right. They they're the gatekeepers. And so the way that they've always operated is like there's a new cycle and like all 12 shows beat throughout it. the day, they continue to beat down on the same nail with the same hammer it's Mm -hmm. like this is bad today this is bad today this Mm -hmm. is bad today and right now what we're seeing is the total power of social media because there's so much information being spread around that like if you're a cnn or fox news like you you're not built to address everything that is being addressed on social media right now. now
0: twitter is something quick snappy Exactly. You can pull up five stories right now just with, like, two thumb scrolls, you know? Right. Whereas... Right. If you go to CNN.com, you're going to... Or you will turn on CNN. It's going to take a few hours to get to three different stories.
1: Yes, exactly. And so... And, and here, I, I also want to address... Because, you know, like everything in life, with the good, there's the bad. And so, in the same regard, the quick nature that we're getting information also kind of worries me. Because... It, it makes me feel like we're not being as thorough as we need to be but at the same time we have more independent power to be thorough because we have so much access to information so the, where the onus is on us i look at that as a very as a very positive thing because now we don't need to rely on the main media channel we don't need to rely on the history books like that they give us yeah. the, the Pearson Hill the McGraw Hill whatever it's called the Pearson the McGraw like no like we all have access to information now that is not just written by one group of people it's like history that is like oh a full scale it's like wait there's a whole nother half of history that we didn't learn in the books Mm -hmm. oh so for a lot of people and like that's the crazy part about right now and why social media is so powerful is because so many people like the learning curve is different for everybody you know like what you know and your history and your experiences are different from what my history my experiences and what i know Mm -hmm. and so social media is not we're not gatekeeping it's just like throwing everything into the pot and it's like you just start picking up what you know Mm -hmm. and you just run with it and you start you start learning at your own pace kind of sort of thing it's like self-paced learning Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting how like I I don't know I guess I let you
0: well, I like what you said at the end because I saw something yesterday that said you're allowed to change your opinion after finding new information and being explained, you know, something by someone else. You're allowed to change your perspective. Yeah. And that's so important right now because you're right. People are latching on to different things, jumping on different bandwagons. We saw it with the like the black square. Yes. Thing. And it was... Right, if done right. There should have been more yeah. guidance in like how it like like most people pointed out, how it could negatively affect mm-hmm. me. It was a good idea, but Yeah. Uh Intention was yeah, good, honestly, the impact the way that it affects the movement. I can understand people not thinking that through. That was a very yeah. technicality that you kinda yeah. see it and you're like, Oh shit, like I saw it and I immediately took mine down. Right. And, and then I think I reposted it without the hashtag. Right. But then I, I did take it down because I decided like, I think that right now I need to educate myself more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. digest this information mm-hmm. before I start. Um, I want to say overly involving myself, mm-hmm. but I, I, from the start of, you know, the protests happening, mm-hmm. I, I, I even voiced it. I felt discomfort in seeing like, um, I guess just seeing white kids being more aggressive at the protests. Mm. um, I kind of compared to a metaphor of like a white kid opening all the black kids presents at his own (laughs) black kids birthday party and being like, I have this, I have this too. Like this is this and telling him what it is. Yeah. It's like, let him enjoy, let him take advantage of his time for him, you know, or her. Yeah. And it's, it's it's important to be involved, important to be at the front lines with the people that you support. But to, you know, start fighting other cops and start telling people I don't like how the protesting is being done. It's just there's no place. You don't have a place for that. Well, uh, yeah, I feel that. I feel there's no it's not a time to dictate. Right. Uh, Read the room. And it's more time, especially for white people, to... Confirm the information that you've been taught readjust your perspective and Change your perspective. It's It's time like you 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 know, you need to change your mind about a lot of things and that's tough for people to understand Like a lot of people don't even think that deep, right? They don't even know that their opinions are their values that they control they just grow up and they've been exposed to a certain environment and that's they, what they, they believe. They believe that's right. And right. they believe that's the way. What do you always hear people say? Oh, I never thought about it that way. That's not really what they mean. They mean, oh, I've never experienced this way or, of thinking. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, I'm not responding to that. I don't respond to that. You know, like, yeah, I'm just now discovering that way of thinking. Yeah. And most, correct. And you do like to hear, I've never thought about it that way. Cause that means they're thinking about it, but you don't like to hear someone argue immediately because it means they've already chosen right opposite the alternative
1: right and that's the thing too is uh, you know people are not good listeners (laughs) and like that's part of the problem is like and that's that's not a, a white black thing that's just a people thing like we want to defend our values and our opinions so much and our ego and our pride and what we think is right and what we've been exposed to we want to defend all of that that's why this whole flag bullshit is so annoying because it's like bro y'all aren't even y'all are literally creating a story that a a narrative that never was talked about with kneeling is about the anthem is about the flag is about the military no that was never (laughs) that was never what the argument was about the argument was Quite literally stated police brutality, but yet people want to defend something that like, didn't even exist. That's how big the pride and the ego and the opinion and the value is so big that people have an inability to listen. The other thing that I want to talk about is you talked about the black square. I personally have, I don't know if I have a, um, a more like, laissez faire attitude about the black square but to me the black square thing it was just one day and like in the grand scheme of things one day is not going to make or break anything a part of this civil rights movement especially on social media. On social media. one day is like is like seven days from 2005. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> let's be honest here so I understand people were hurt and they saw a lot of the, the information get thrown down to the bottom. Of the the Black Lives Matter hashtag, but like it's been what two weeks since that Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you can't even go find any more Black squares. Yeah. So like that's that's we're so far beyond that. And
0: Instagram should not be your only source, correct? For information, correct. Even though yes, it has been extremely helpful because of all these you know, right. infographics and stuff. But who's making the infographic? You know, like yeah do your research yeah research exactly find authors and and
1: honestly for me it was so cool seeing that level of unity i thought that was the beautiful part about the black excuse me the black square thing it was like man like you know it was one of those things that i always say there's only like two times where this maybe one time ever in like history where the united states of america is completely unified and that's like during the olympics Mm -hmm. and like it i know that wasn't the case with the black square thing but i have i i saw so much unity you know it was like it was like if it was the fourth of july and everybody's posting with an american flag like that's the level of involvement then and i thought that was beautiful in itself that people were so aware of what was going on and chose to be a part of it so i look at it like that um but yeah, that that's the black sword thing. I think, um, what else? What else about this? Uh, I think what you said about the, um, the white kids wilding out, like, especially at the beginning of the protests and stuff, um, yeah, that, that, that kind of rubbed a lot of people, and a little bit of myself as well. It rubbed people the wrong way because, knowing that mainstream media would then pin so many of those actions on Black Lives Matter protests, black people rioting in the streets. Yeah. Like, oh, like all the names, you know, the caged animals, like all of those tropes mm-hmm. that would then come back and reflect on us, which is like, so against what, like the the direction, that as a community we're we're trying to distance ourselves from that but at the same time recognizing that like if we don't speak up for ourselves this shit is just going to continue to happen Mm -hmm. but at the same time also recognizing that yes we do welcome allies because we want allies we need allies this is not a us versus everybody else this is like no we just want to be in the same level of civil rights security that we know exists for others in this country. It's not like we're asking as a community for anything above and beyond what anybody else has. We just want the same shit. (laughs) And so that as an overwhelming community has just been like... So yeah, I just... That's why it was really frustrating seeing like you know white kids like breaking windows and then lighting shit on fire and then being like and and knowing what that would then be replayed as and it did and for a lot of it it did actually get replayed as like oh look here they are again and that's also what showed me the power of social media is that social media took it into his own hands and I me mean, like people were out there like nope i just want y'all to see this yes, yes <laughs> this yes, isn't nice. us like i don't know why they're doing this like stuff like that where it was like oh wait oh so there is another side to the like oh there's another lens to this story mm-hmm. so yeah it's been powerful it's been very powerful the last few weeks yeah and and the the why George Floyd thing, um, I think it could be answered as simple as: Look, when we started this pandemic, everybody was in it together. It was like, yo, we just gonna bunker now. We gonna not get sick. People were gonna get sick. People did die. It was very scary. It's tragic. It's still going on. And then you go on the news and like you see a mod Arbery get shot and killed, like going for a fucking jog. Then you hear about Breonna Taylor who gets killed in her sleep in her home just in the middle of the night she's an emt worker then you see george floyd and at that point i saw somebody else say this there was a woman on instagram that i saw speaking i think she was from minneapolis but she said the social contract has been broken yeah and at that point, that's how, that's how I feel. That's how a lot of people feel. I don't even know if you have to be black to feel like that. Because, like, you're just like, bro, what is going on?
0: Yeah, you do feel betrayed. Because especially we were really... I mean, you say times that america comes together the pandemic did bring a lot of people correct to, it was a weird two-week like honeymoon phase where everybody was very positive and very happy, they, happy like, to each other aren't you, very, very baby, nice to you each other today? well i did some yoga and i made banana bread and, and it, <laughs> was it was very weird very weird because like it was just like everybody decided to be like okay we're gonna just hope that this is just a short-term thing and we'll all like unite right and I did see comments where it's like, damn, it takes a pandemic and people dying for people to just be nice to each other and peaceful. Yeah. And that's America has a very bad disease of only caring when you're affected personally.
1: Yes. Well, that's a direct effect of what the American dream is. That's a direct side effect. And I've thought this for the last probably like five to six years since I've been in college. I've always thought the luxury of coming to America and the reason why so many people came to America is what? You could have so much land that you could literally get a ranch or something and not even know who your neighbor is. And we're literally seeing the effect of that 300, 400 years later, where it's a country built on being separate from each other and being so far apart Mm -hmm. that you don't have to worry about what's happening to your neighbor that like when something like it takes so much for so many people to care because it's like oh i can still be safe in my little bubble
0: and it's ironic because we're united states and (laughs) it's also it speaks to where that alternative sides mindset is and it's it's scary and it's it brings kind of like it's very eerie because Mm -hmm. it's uh it's just like it's a stubbornness that's like evil
1: yeah yeah well it's rooted it's it's rooted in a lot of evilness um and and it's diabolical in nature
0: and i feel like that's where a lot of the oh well all lives matter comes from where because it's this i think we discussed it earlier it's this fear that someone can handle the exact same amount of freedom much better than you can and yeah, yeah. and I do genuinely feel there's like for many of the racist whites in this country they're fearful that a black person with the same rights and equal opportunity will excel yeah far beyond that white person's imagination
1: part of me thinks that partly it's-
0: because of the having been kept down for so long I mean where do you think the music the creativity for music comes from all the things that black culture brings you you don't get that without the rich history yeah oh absolutely and quite frankly you don't get that without the trauma and you gotta laugh about some shit (laughs) you gotta white people fear that they have been that i feel like they fear that black people have been better conditioned for life and they can handle it better than 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 they think I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: I mean, yeah, it's it's,
0: generalizing, but I mean, it just. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about racism. We're we're talking about the
1: the 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 white superiority complex. Yeah. Like what that means on both sides. Like what that means for the people that feel the oppression of Mm -hmm. that, and what that means for the people that uphold that notion that like, oh, and it's and it started with literally enslavement. So like, you gotta understand that you're starting, like people had to fight for that to not exist mm-hmm. because people still wanted that to be a very real thing. And so then you're considering how that's passed down from generation to generation. So like the level of racism may ha- has-, has suppressed but that doesn't mean that the the values like have totally changed or just the the passive notions and opinions that are passed down mm-hmm. through actions as well as words it's not just words it's actions that's the problem that that i have right now is so much of this is performative with words i'm like bro <laughs> I need some fucking action. I need mm-hmm. to see laws being changed because the laws are the actions yes. that have perpetuated the racism of the white superiority complex. Mm-hmm. It's not no it's no longer just calling somebody a nigger. It's no longer just calling somebody a Negro or a coon. It's no longer like actually showing a black man being lynched. It's the laws that are now continuously perpetuating, like I mentioned before, the widening wealth gap. The widening education gap, the widening health gap, it's all of those Redlining, things, in incarceration. Red, yeah. all of it. its And they're all intertwined. And so that's what people don't understand is they take it for an individual thing. It's like, oh, no, I'm not individually racist, so I don't live in a racist world false (laughs) or it's like oh police brutality is just police brutality well actually it's because police unions have way more power than any other union in the world and police budgets are widely overfunded and so therefore they have the military weaponry and the military training to learn how to put people in chokeholds that kill them and and all of these things so it's all intertwined it's not just oh we should just say police brutality is bad it's like no you actually should reconsider how much power police unions have because
0: or whether police unions need to exist or not
1: facts i mean these are the very real questions that need to be asked because this is how deep the system has gotten, that system has gotten so intertwined, so interconnected that it's like, yeah, this amount of change does feel drastic because guess what, it's built on top of 400 years of like the laws being written to oppress and to hold down poor people. Let's just say poor, it's really, it's been poor people. It's also been black people and just non-whites. But like at the end of the day, for the majority of the elite, it's just poor people. Mm so yeah
0: policing itself it's something that needs to be nipped in the butt because this is like i would i would call it like the dark ages of policing because i mean you want to go to like 50 years from now to maybe 200 years from now if it comes at this rate you're going to see policing be at exponentially more dangerous where they are militarized they have you know surveillance they have you know it's like this is one of those systems that you can catch early on mm-hmm. from perpetuating more racism more systematic oppression mm-hmm. it's it's prob in fact policing as they've shown was made to help Prop up the system, systemic oppression, like it was made to bro for just slaves, just to yes. catch slaves <laughs> in the so south. This yes. is something that has grown into an uh, um, an unconscious system that we are supposed to trust, but it's blatantly not trustworthy. Kind of like a multi-level marketing scheme. A pyramid scheme some people call it Mm. they exist Mm. but everyone knows it's bullshit and everyone knows that it's not safe and quick money is not real money and a lot of people still take part in it and they still take part in it and they still think and they still believe it and they still try to get other people to take part in Mm -hmm. it it's only gonna keep growing and growing because of those people and it becomes more powerful as more people are more, more involved it's like do we want that to be a part of our lives there's this there's this unconscious acceptance yeah our lives suck you know life is short wow like uh, why is the world so uh bad we're living in this world we are supposed to be the ones that change it who else is supposed to change it sometimes you feel like people use religion as a crutch like oh yeah that's that's what's supposed to change it you know that day that's Mm -hmm. supposed to come it'll come when things change how? Who, who's to say we're not supposed to change it right it's like those movies where they show a flash pretty much every that's so raven episode yeah uh, yeah you know they lead you to think it's something else but it's not it's
1: i mean like we're living through i mean we are becoming you know i'm 24 you're 25 we're young adults like we are now our generation both being millennials and now gen zers and that combination of the two are now becoming adults Mm -hmm. and we're now realizing the power of what that means and not only the power but the responsibility so with great power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. and it's like yo yeah like you said like wait we can question some of these things that we have been like taught that haven't rubbed us the right way that have definitely rubbed us the wrong way it's like no like when i read the genesis of the modern police organization in the south is the slave patrol i really am thinking like hmm
0: you know like this thing shouldn't exist yeah like the same reason why uh statues are being torn now team names to not be so racist the same reason why they don't you know the same reason now why they're trying to take confederate statues down and think it's the same thing but scaled up it's oh yeah it needs and to be and removed
1: with, with hundreds of, and billions of dollars into it you know it needs
0: to be removed there are tons of people that know martial arts that would be way better serving <laughs> on a peace officer scale I think they should scale pivot more towards like giving people toes helping people fix their tires like things that actually help people when they yeah. feel unsafe yeah Instead of charging people these private, for these private toes that are like three hundred, I've been in a lot of car crashes. I think <laughs> this, this feels very be, specific. I think these should be public <laughs> services, and peace officers should be downgraded to these types of jobs. To be honest, uh, I just I think they shouldn't have as much power. They shouldn't have as much responsibility. True, that like. Well, and I'm sorry. Just, it but, feels. I'm sorry, but. He's sending a police officer to you know someone who really is dangerous if that person dangerous that police officer is not going to do anything
1: well it's just like, for me it feels ass backwards to not have such a um strong level of training for a position that means as much as you want to value it as as, yeah. as much as the money that you're throwing into the police departments is worth like the tr- like how are you not weeding out the bad cops
0: sooner than that or are why been, are you how neglecting? are you even weeding out bad cops facts because six weeks come on i dog. pledged a fraternity longer than six weeks like come on dog like, and they got a gun
1: Imagine if you got a, a gun Imagine if you got a gun after didn't you get <laughs> shit I just You got a slap on the ass I And they told to, you to I clean got to up I to have
0: fun at parties Instead of Setting them up
1: <laughs> like, But like Yeah And so yeah. That's You know That's And that's That's the shit that I'm talking about As far as like We are really thinking about What kind of world Do we want to live in Do we want to live in a world Where people That we pay To have guns And use guns not just to have the guns, but we pay them because with the potential of they're going to use this gun if need be. Yeah. And they have a training that like would look silly if you said, oh, you only need to take a six-week course to fly an airplane. Or you only need to take a six-week course to operate on somebody's life.
0: If you have the accountability of possibly having to kill someone it should be military level training without to the military prepare level you. weaponry right. to prepare you the other thing is why are all these officers so afraid to die like you do you not realize that is part of your job is being the one to take the bullet other than the civilian like that's why you're given the gun so it's like you can't like in fact, they should be practicing taking shots with a bulletproof vest in training like Maybe yeah. that would help them not be so Jumpy at people so fucking scared It's like you can't possibly yeah. call yourself a police officer if you are scared to die on every call
1: one well, in the, and Most of the time these are these are the ones that were the, the outrage is for the unarmed people that are being killed like unarmed not armed, <laughs> like these are not the people that you need to be shooting at unarmed. Like, bro, you got like what about the six other weapons that you've got?
0: What about the things that you're taught to use your gun without shooting it? Hit him on the head with the gun, like, or just sh- I don't understand use why. Use fucking baton stick, for a example, different way. Like, you don't have to punch him in the head 50 times. Well, For example, you already have him on the ground. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like going on tangents, but it's like. There's all these training that's like, that is clearly not what they're trained to do. That's clearly... Or they are. And that's that's th- even scarier.
1: If, if they're trained to kill, then that's what's scary. If they're trained to put people in chokeholds, that might kill somebody. Seems like
0: they're trained to assume.
1: Yeah, that's also trained to assume, which is, again, very... Sc- like, I don't want somebody with weapons like that
0: just assuming yeah, shit. Like you see I all want these them videos to be thorough. You looked like the person, the FBI Yes, yeah, yeah, like an what? FBI agent. That's just not they thorough. they were having in, in cuffs. It's like, there's a disconnect. <laughs> the police are like a little bubble and then all of the other like people that are protecting us are
1: right. doing like... My homie is an EMT worker. Aaron yeah bro this man had to go through like a full semester's work uh, worth of a class just to get to the certification mm-hmm. just to get to another test to prove that he could be in him. so it's like it was like a 20 to 24 week process he doesn't even have a gun again <laughs> he doesn't even have a gun he's just train. he's actually training to like oh wait save lives that's what and police it's like, officers why doesn't
0: are. a police officer have, like, actual health and safety training? Why, like, why again? Oh, yeah, but why see, why can't, the, can't, that, but that's 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 that's. I don't even need that.
1: I don't need that much responsibility on the police officers, and that's the problem. I think that's when people start talking about defunding the police.
0: That's why my point is, is that they're so removed from uh, true practicality. Yeah, <laughs> rationale. It's like, okay, we have firemen, we have ambulance EMT workers that can save lives and we have security officers you can hire privatized security right some of them even do have guns some of them have tasers it's like there's just rogue army that just like they say it's the biggest gang in the country yeah
1: it's yeah it's very you said something a couple weeks ago when we were looking at um, I think in Louisville they or in Atlanta maybe uh, the mayor made a law where it was like it was a brand new, um, like, concept to have p- police officers be able to step in and intervene if they feel like their partner was uh-huh. abusing their power or stepping, you know, stepping, going the step too far. Yeah. And like you made the comment, it was like it's ironic that they're a police force but could act on like yeah, they're why a would force. You, why would
0: you call it a force if everyone's acting independently? <laughs> <laughs> this is a like do they all have 1099s like what why are they all like afraid why do you even give them partners if the partners aren't there to hold them accountable like like i just don't i just don't understand there's clearly the logic clearly the logic is broken bureaucracy and a hierarchy um and a fraternal sort of uh like level of command yeah in these offices op- it's clearly toxic there's oh my like, gosh you, you i'm sorry but like it's not an excuse to be a police officer saying well i've been intimidated not to speak up or it's like that's not a workplace you should even want to work in. right like you for like, the same reason yeah. as the me too movement same reason why you wouldn't want to work for weinstein same reason why you wouldn't want to work for a tyrant yeah it's like and i do feel
1: for people that go into it with the thought of like i'm here to help and save and then you learn and you realize like shit like maybe it's not all that i thought it was up to be and you know do i think that you have a responsibility to speak up some have and they've gotten fired for Mm -hmm. it and like that's the really that's the that's the super scary part is like damn like now they're silencing voices
0: well the scary part is you're not hearing anything from the decision makers mm-hmm. you're not hearing much from police chiefs like the other day i saw that the or no like not even the other day i don't know why i said it, it was like a couple hours ago we were watching the tv and yeah <laughs> i was like the police chief is a black woman but she she's being put on cnn news to talk about this right horrible actions by her own police force I was like who decided she's gonna do the interview like because that's so fucked up like that's so like it's just uh it's just not fair it's not fair when I when I saw I just felt like it wasn't fair that it's not fair that she has to talk about it just because it makes you realize I don't think she makes any decisions right there's no way right Because I feel like any police chief would be like, "No, I'm not going on CNN. That's not what my job is. To like go be part of the media. It's like you start to feel like the police chief is not the police chief, and you know the same reason people feel like the president is not the president. You know, mm. Uh, it's like you said when people get fired, it's like, oh, it's deeper. It's even deeper. It's even deeper. It's even deeper. Yeah,
1: totally. And I mean, a lot of times these police chiefs." are intertwined with the mayor's office, Mm -hmm. who are intertwined with the district attorney, Mm -hmm. who are intertwined potentially with the attorney general of that state. Mm -hmm. Like That's how deep it is, which is really, which is what I've been preaching um, to myself and to my close confidants is why it's so important to know and vote on your local government level. Like, I understand that everybody knows the importance of voting for the presidency. But in all honesty, it is so much more important to vote in your district attorney Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not a crooked fuck Mm -hmm. that will just... Hard to find. Huh? (laughs) Hard to find. Hard to to find. It really is. Also, some places actually vote in their police chiefs. Not all, but your mayor and your local representatives, your city council members. Like, these people are going to be the ones that are going to be responsible for putting on the actual legal action when some foul shit goes down, like what happened to George Floyd, like what happened to Ahmaud Arbery, who was killed in February. We didn't know about it as we being like society didn't know about it till April. Mm -hmm. And it took a complete public outcry to get those three dudes arrested for killing Ahmaud Arbery. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, like, what kind of fucked up police department doesn't investigate that or just throws that to the side? What kind of fucked up district attorney doesn't look into that mm-hmm. even after getting video evidence yeah. of what happened? Like, it's it's that simple. It's like, please learn, care about who is, like, taking legal action in your local city and counties.
0: Well, and it's double bad because... If you're not informed, it's bad because you're not able to control any change Mm -hmm. state. But when you're not informed, who do you think the people are that are running? They're the people that care so much. Exactly. That they are running. Yes. These are the exact people you like that should, that all of the unfairness and the uh, confusion and the questions and the criticism should be directed at because these are the people that are waking up every morning and saying I know what I want to do. I'm going to get it done. I hope I win my election so that I have the power to do so. Like mm-hmm. I find the good people. Yes. The evil people are just sliding by. They they're just are. sliding in and we don't know about them until they're senators, until they're they've been in politics for 20, 30 years. Yep. 40 years yep. and suddenly they're your Democratic representative or your Republican representative and they say oh he seems like a good guy yep. and they don't realize he's already done his dirt exactly he's already created institutions he's already yes. lobbied for police budgeting yes. he's already <laughs> helped he's already done like, he's, he's already, already worked with police unions and given them more power the presidency is his like yeah. victory lap Yeah, icing it's on four the cake. years Yeah, you want to say that's what a never I never understood as somebody who spends 20 years being in government and then just one term president and then like,
1: we, they get judged by that.
0: Well, and also it's just a, it seems like a very, like, it seems like a driven narrative mm. to be like, once you're done being president, you're not involved yeah. anymore. Like, I always find that very curious and very uh, suspicious you mm-hmm. You telling me that this person that fought t- and, uh, Tooth and Nail, Talon Talon tail uh, Talon <laughs> uh, Tooth and Nail to become an elected representative of his, of his whole country, you know, that takes mm-hmm. a lot of work. Like you yeah. You can't just do that because you felt like it one week. Like you have right. to be committed. Yeah. That's somehow. Years. And so it's like when they just Unless you're Donald Trump decide they're done it's confusing i get it you know oh that's like the the big prize i guess but it just feels like oh you can no longer be involved now because you know everything and you know yeah it's i feel like it's a lot more you find out a lot more and you're a keeper of a lot of information and in you're delegator
1: yeah that's what you're i feel not like a, you're like behind the scenes but honest to god i think there's some like like i, I don't necessarily think george bush is really playing political uh puppetry but you also have to
0: ask what was his environment though like remember i was talking about like the unconscious where you don't even you don't criticize yourself yeah it's like this dude's dad was president yeah (laughs) he he grew up around it he doesn't know anything else true um i would trust him more than other presidents because he seems like he does seem extremely chill, George Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The younger <laughs> I mean, dude is painting dogs right now. That, but that's mysterious to me. It's like, how does someone who's so involved like started the war in Iraq? Yeah. First go-to after he finished his that presidency was not, is to paint finished, dogs. That was not chill. <laughs> I don't think he was dogs. very chill for that.
1: But I mean, I think that I mean Dick Cheney was. Was running his presidency. That's true, but uh, yeah. I mean, maybe that adds to the chill. The president chill. is not the president. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, it's crazy though. Um, yeah, I think that that's the bigger theme here though, and obviously this moment calls for stop these things before they happen. Right. And and that's and this moment is like we're living in this Black Lives Matter moment, but the bigger picture here is it's time to pull back all the fucking curtains. Yeah, like what we're talking about like what the fuck like the presidency like that's that feels like so many steps from now but mm-hmm. that feels like god damn it we're gonna address all of this shit mm-hmm. like we're gonna we're co- we're gonna address women inequality we're gonna address ice wait time out what the fuck ice there's still people in cages mm-hmm. like what are we doing here there, if there's kids in cages what the fuck are we doing here yeah like come on now let's relax
0: and you've got trafficking now coming like trick child trafficking sex trafficking trickling in Mm, i'm sorry but the first facebook post i saw i was like this guy's like big conspiracy guy and you know i was like whatever but it keeps coming at me from different directions yep in different ways you got the epstein official netflix documentary and it's like i'm 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 reading the pat you gotta read patterns in times like this and really thought it was fishy how much content around disease and pandemics came out? Right before. Before and during. Yeah, like it's just like,
1: oh, like, we if were like waiting for this. you understand how
0: shows and TV and movies are produced, these were ideas that were put into place oh, yeah. in 2018, 2019, that are releasing now. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, like you're not fooling anybody. Like these, there are 20 shows on a pandemic. Like, bro. Yeah. Not including movies that all just randomly came out. Bro, I don't know. It's weird as fuck. It is. It felt like like, two people talk about it. You know, people talk about how that's the new, that's going to be our next downfall, and it happens. So, yeah, that is eerie, and you can say it's coincidental, but it's just Mm -hmm. weird when things like that happen. And uh, with the Epstein documentary coming out and a lot of that you, shit. you seeing like these public doc documents of like hillary clinton losing her case and having to testify in september like it's clear that we're being distracted from this it's not being reported by anybody if it's actually happening this is huge like these are right uh someone said said to me that usually every year there's like a thousand indictments in the government And this year, there's, like, 110,000 indictments and subpoenas. It's, like, I just, it's kind of exciting because you're wondering, like, is it just, like, going to be in December? Are so many people going to be arrested from their townhouses in New York? Like, there's going to be this, like, just flipping of upside down. But, like, that's what we need to consider because America is technically only, what, 400 500 600
1: years 250 old? years old yeah like okay. it was established declaration of independence was 1776 2020 but
0: before that there were people there were people were not native
1: americans
0: you establishing their system
1: yes the european settlement was occurring for about 170 60 years and before. where
0: were these native whites did they? Did they? Uh, were, did they rise from the ashes in Arizona?
1: I think they're the White Walkers. The White Game Walkers of, from Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a Game of Thrones reference. So that's
0: where they all <laughs> would go back to if they had to go back. I, honestly, not Europe. They up? were
1: probably in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah, probably. That's in... That's a like, whole
0: other thing. The whole like, no one in this country is is from here.
1: Yeah, only the. 2,000 remaining Native Americans. I'm throwing that number out my ass. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that's how decimated they've been, which is, again, something that we all have to reckon with, but, you know, some some people immigrated here, some people's ancestors immigrated here not by choice. So, yeah. that mm-hmm. also... I
0: mean, with. yeah, I, know, I can't even imagine what kind of brutality happens on in areas like that where... There isn't a lot of technology. There isn't a lot of people with, you know, Instagram and social media to mm-hmm. share situations. And it's like, I don't know, people have too much power yep. in, in things that should be powerless positions. Yeah. Like, I love those videos where they're literally shouting in their face, "Civil servant, you will do what I say." I want to see your supervisor like, "What are you doing, civil servant?" And it's just it's very pleasing. But. Yeah. Change can happen. Change can happen. It needs to continue the, the barrage yeah. of information. Oh, and.
1: Yeah. I hope people are really, like, really educating themselves.
0: Something I believe, too, is, and I've always said this about, like, our generation is <clears throat> we are mm. such a bitch to deal with, like, mm. customer service wise. Oh, yeah. You know why because we want what we want when and we want how it. we want it and we aren't afraid to ask for it because right. you know i mean we're, we're kind big. of the hybrid of like sort of the participation generation where they, we got participation awards but we've also like some of us have earned our stripes and like you know oh yeah i mean my group of friends i feel like we've all uh, growing up in humbling times, at some point in our lives,
1: well, we were also we we also were like beginning of the participation, maybe not even beginning. We're kind of in the middle of the participation yeah. era, yeah. But then we were like entering our like our puberty, basically, mm-hmm. with the the global recession, yeah. So that acute understanding of how fragile shit can be for some yeah. of us, like we felt that, yeah based on our families Mixed and everything
0: the overload of information like, right. that you can get all right of uh and the, I, the explosion of social media i think that's why i have confidence in our age group to be future leaders and make b- bold decisions to change things yeah and you're gonna get determined ass people because i know like like i say customer service people like We will stay on the phone for 10 hours to get what we want. Like we will, it's not, uh, there's no complacency. Not for things that we want for our place. And like you said, we're getting to an age where we are discovering, I don't like that. I don't like that. You know, it's the same thing. Like I I think about when you moved in back into your house Mm -hmm. or your, your, with your dad and your parents, it's like, you had to do a contract because things are different. You know, you're not, you're a grown person. You you have your rights. You want to make sure you confirm that they're going to be, ob- like, ob- uh, observed and yeah. acknowledged when you live in this home. But, like, he has his rules, too. Right. And You had to come to a compromise. It's, like, the same thing. It's, like, you came in there saying, like, look, I'm doing this, but, like, you had the, uh, uh, confidence in yourself to be like but i want some things you right. know right i deserve that you know i have this right and there is i think there used to be more of a complacency in like well it was order accepting more simple things yeah in return for shutting up and not asking any questions well, and, and yeah.
1: we have grown up with an insane amount of options yeah <laughs> so it's like well if we don't like this option then we'll just go to the next yeah,
0: option Yeah, play video games so in a way
1: and yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
0: watch tv exactly
1: you know? and so it is you know and and this is a little bit of a, a side conversation and a tangent but like the negative to that dismissiveness is just how dismissive we are to each other mm. and so you know like when we have dating apps where it's just like swipe, 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 swipe. like completely dismissive, <laughs>
0: like yeah, like I don't <laughs> like having that many people in my subconscious. Yeah, all these faces. Yeah, I know. In my subconscious, I, no. it's like I I envy like somebody who lived in like the eighties where it's like you really had your MySpace top yes. ten. They didn't have MySpace in the eighties. I'm aware of that, but <laughs> I'm saying for the sake of visualization, it's like you really only had ten people that you would see, and you just trust that you're going to meet up in 2 months at that deli right to finish that conversation like you're just not you're not like overwhelmed with a bunch of people you're never going to know yeah or and yeah too much choice too much choice almost.
1: it is it is too much choice definitely right. but
0: being but, exposed to so much people now you i mean that's why in the 80s it was so hard for people to understand there's more of a divide because it's like correct what's your perspective on black culture you watch like late night tv or yeah. something like that and like amongst
1: you and your 10 my my
0: you know yeah MySpace friends yeah how
1: often are those conversations prompted because like you're not necessarily getting new perspectives? no and so that is that's the beauty of it it's like yeah now that we're so exposed to so many different voices and so many different opinions and so many different experiences and so many different perspectives we can now kind of start to realize and put together a complete puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a half done puzzle, or the puzzle's like two thirds of the way done, and there's a bunch of just missing pieces that don't make sense. Like, why are there so many disconnects between boom, 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 boom? Well, now, with the evolution of social media and everything, like, there's so because much. It's
0: almost becoming simpler sometimes
1: well and that's that I've always said like we're the guinea pigs of what social media is like it's never been done before yeah so we every single day it's like the next experiment being played out Mm -hmm. because we don't know how in 10 years how easy are we gonna be able to filter through what's real and what's not real is it gonna be better that's what's scary you know or is it gonna be worse I don't know yeah we literally are just gonna have to live it out because There's no blueprint on this before. It's like
0: the other day I saw one. I saw a graphic. It was like 2K, international 2K covers. And it had like, it was like, oh, Australia. Like Ben Simmons on the cover. Which was a real cover. That happened. Okay. But then it had like, Jokic.
1: In Serbia or something? Serbia
0: cover, whatever, wherever he's from. And then it had like, uh, Greece. Like, Giannis. Giannis and i was chilling with somebody and i was like yo did you know that they had like different covers in different countries and i was like swiping and like i could just hear this like unsureness in his voice and then i was just swiping and i was like man i hate instagram man i don't think that's real like yeah it's yeah. so hard to yeah understand sometimes that, like oh this is just like a concept yeah. this is uh, this is news or is this concept like i don't understand but, right so yeah You're I right think we are the guinea pigs and it is how we use it we control it. and that's how we started this conversation it's totally it's, like it's controlling all the narrative, Yep,
1: a narrative it's taking it away from the powers that have been and the media corporations that have dictated and been the gatekeepers and now it's putting that onus on us and that's scary for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons it's scary for the elite that have been so dominant because of why would they want things to change exactly but it's also scary for just the overall the populace because now you're relying on people actually being thoughtful and thorough and smart (laughs) and like that's not i don't don't know if that makes me feel confident if i'm gonna be honest with you
0: know because humans are humans it's like it's gonna be uh, some casualties along the way. Oh yeah, you know, there's gonna be. Oh yeah, there's gonna be some mistakes made. I mean, yep. You can take J. Cole, for example. Like, right. He's already getting criticism for the song that he released, so it's like within hours, you're gonna get people that try and mean well and don't really uh, get the job done per se. This would be something interesting
1: to kind of wrap up on.
0: This is a completely
1: theoretical uh, topic, but. Based off of what we see, okay. So we we know like celebrity in America is like supreme. It's mm-hmm. supreme to any form, like any celebration of celebrity. It's our religion. Elsewhere. It's it's literally our religion, right? But we're talking about like people being so hypercritical. We're not really talking about it, but we alluded to it, like you mentioned with Jay Cole. Do you, in our lifetimes, and you know maybe in the near future do you see a world where there is a hesitancy to celebrity like for people if there's a hesitancy from people wanting to be celebrities because we see people constantly getting you know shot down on social media or Mm -hmm. getting called out on social media and Mm -hmm. people's past i.e. Doja Cat, I don't know if you know anything about what happened with her recently. She was, she'd been exposed for being in some alt-right group chats and like laughing and talking about black people in a demeaning way and laughing at people's jokes. You know, just like far right-wing people like making jokes about black people and like she's just laughing along with it. And people were like, yo, what the fuck, like what's up with this, like yo, fuck you. And so like it's a whole thing. And so, I don't know, I I just, I I ponder that because I do feel like this world is going to, because of the ultra-connectedness, there's going to be just like, it's going to grow kind of like silent, like people aren't going to want to overexpose themselves, that's the reaction to being so, you know. Okay,
0: yeah, I have, okay, that's a great question first, that's a great way to wrap this up, I have three things. Okay. Because, as you know, like I've have experience managing, I am not going to sit here and say celebrities, um, influencers, and I think a lot of the reason, you know, you mentioned the word hesitancy. People will ask, "Why oh, you have these big platforms? Why don't you speak out?" It's because of the criticism. It's because right. you could you can mean so well and say one word wrong, yep. And your millions of followers that is just predicated on the fact that you do the same thing every day and they can rely on you. If you do something wrong, it's as if you've betrayed your millions of followers, and you they will go on to the next influencer. There's tons of influencers out there. Mm-hmm it's safe just to just to not overdo that but it's also like what the fuck you got to talk about this mm-hmm. so it's more of a you know it's almost it's be- a lot of and it's a lot of well i'm not going to do a brand thing about it because then people are going to be like well you got paid to do this so i have to do something from my heart but do, is there really a place for me in this in this conversation do i even know enough to speak about this i'm a little white kid who lives in you know whatever city like i it's weird because it's like you've been pinned this responsibility but has it ever been actually something that's ever been expected from you Mm. no and that's why i say people are afraid to change people are afraid to take a stand take a step up the same thing i think with celebrity status I think it's already started to happen. Because who are the most popular types of celebrities? They're the mysterious ones. They're the ones that don't fucking talk, don't do interviews. I'm thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio, Keanu Reeves, Dave Chappelle. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Frank Ocean,
1: yeah.
0: Andre 3000. These are, let's face it, these are like people who like, like cool people yeah. always like idolize these types of celebrities. Yeah. The celebrities that are like, you know elusive Mm -hmm. they're easier to like
1: the lauren hills the they're
0: well you know lauren hill has been oh yeah no actually in her day
1: yeah yeah
0: that's a whole different conversation yeah actually now that's that's a very complex conversation (laughs) in fact
1: lauren hill is not the one that i meant to throw out in this uh particular conversation but Uh, continue
0: but it's i mean you gotta decide like, does it matter to you, or does it not? Be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's this like, there's always been this thing of like, well, I don't want to look, ra- I don't want to seem racist, right? You know, I don't want to seem like I don't care. Well, and then it's like, well, do you care? Yeah. Because don't start acting like you care. Yeah. Just because you don't want people to think you ca- right. don't care, and it's like, well, if you're a rapper, yes, I think you do have some sort of. Uh, I don't want to say obligation i don't have a you know place to tell people what to sing about but if you're rapping where the culture itself is built on that uh plight you gotta try you know yeah and that's part of j cole's point is like he's trying but don't choose to criticize you know another black person about how they're you know how they're experiencing
1: and going through their so it is their tricky. own trauma it
0: is tricky like i mean i haven't really heard what beyonce or jay-z have done mm-hmm. i'm sure they've done something that's another thing yeah oh yeah people assume oh, no. well, they're celebrities and well i haven't seen you do anything. Well, shit, man, I don't have to show you that I did everything, but if you want to know, Jay-Z can pull out that he started all these, what did he, donate money to schools or something, actually, I think what he did.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jay-Z's done a bunch of stuff. One of the things I saw Jay-Z do, which is totally just, like, only something that, like, somebody in the status and, you know, wealth class that Jay-Z can do. He was flying civil rights lawyers across the country on his private jet because, you know, like, people were like, I mean, we're in a fucking pandemic. It's airports and shit. He's, like, literally flying civil rights lawyers down to Georgia for Ahmaud Arbery's case. Yeah. So it's, like, little things like that that, like, yeah, like, somebody like Jay-Z has the means. He's not
0: going to post and he, on his Instagram no, just so you guys know I did this no this, you know who
1: did the lawyers posted about it on their Twitter and they were like yeah shout out Jay-Z for yeah. and it was like you know just so yeah you're so right So
0: that's that would be my second point is that like it depends on where your place is it's like mm-hmm. decide who you are look mm-hmm. within you know be honest with yourself yeah. and well, decide that... well maybe I haven't been but now do I want to choose to be? And if I don't choose to be, what does that say about myself? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I respect someone much more if they actually are honest with themselves and say, you know, I'm changing, I've changed my mind than someone who says something like, I have black friends.
1: Don't you think that's part of the... Yeah, Shout out <laughs> right. Brian Napier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All
0: right. <laughs> to his job. And to is, yeah. <laughs>
1: but um, I think part of the... so the celebrity like being a celebrity is like to for some people it means putting aside your own opinions to make sure that like your fans or the people that follow you or the people that admire you still admire you and follow you and love you
0: see i felt always felt the opposite about the desire to be a celebrity like I've told you this before I think it was after the Drake concert I was like Dude, I just want to be in uh, like interviews where people listen to what I'm saying mm, yeah and like they care about like what my ideas towards life are and value what my values are and stuff and your response was so you want to be famous and I thought that was really interesting because it was like yeah that that's like a more pure definition of famous it's yeah. like rather than see it as like money and cars right know, celebrity oh, status oh totally is to see it, you know, as like having these ideas and rich ideas and ch- for change and positive positivity. Yeah. But
1: and over, I mean, and, and you know, in your in your case, overwhelmingly good ideas that can help yeah. move, you know, society in a direction that's that's forward thinking and that's
0: positive. So that's what my third point would be: is that why are people looking at the celebrity? It's like there are educated people they just don't we don't have, idolize them though well not it's not that we don't want to idolize them we don't even have the ability to know who they are because they're not on spotify apple youtube uh, vibe magazine rolling yeah. stones magazine youtube again you know like yeah. every VH1 you know show yeah. they're up on some countdown it's like it's visibility because they're a celebrity there's this weird innate like expectation for right. them to be our jesus right but it's Which like so weird you, well it's you, why, like, Do- why it, literally bro A$AP donald A$AP trump rocky? became president off of it <laughs> yeah and like that's <laughs> like i saw that interview with asap rocky where he's or not i don't know if it was an interview or if it was just him tweeting but he was responding to criticism because he didn't speak out about black lives matter like this was back in like 2016 2017 right, right? he was like uh something along the lines of like i i know my life i know my struggle and i have dealt with my shit i grew up in harlem it's like i feel insulted that people are acting like i don't care just because i don't go to twitter or i don't go to instagram to talk about it he's like everybody has their own way of dealing with this trauma like right totally just because i'm a celebrity doesn't mean i'm martin luther king you know it's like why why is that being placed on me you're why right. why not why not why aren't you placing it on the other rapper it's like what what, well, are you, what like, is different about me yeah that's not like uh, why do i like, want like, you're doing it because i'm black you know it's like <laughs> why why are you <laughs>
1: yeah i i mean i i i feel him like yeah. why do i want to hear what asap rocky has to say about it i mean he can only do he can only hurt his image in my mind because like obviously i'm assuming asap rocky is like yeah this shit's fucked up
0: yeah but then where are people gonna say whoa now you talk or now you speak out and he's gonna be like well i'm just saying you know (laughs) you know
1: yeah i mean but that's the thing too and i think honestly if 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 i could give advice to a celebrity it is not that i want to hear your voice i would love to see you direct people to where they can get
0: educated empower empower that people. narrative right. Empower that right. movement and i'm not you saying that that's what just, you have to yeah. do
1: but for those that are you know on the fence about what to do i would say that's the best course of action that you could take is literally you know do your own homework mm-hmm. and not that i need to hear what you learned yeah but Help, me. you have resources that I, like Jay-Z for example. Jay-Z had a private jet that he could offer to the, like in the same kind of like light, to use your resources to be like, yo, like I know where you guys can go find some real important shit, Mm -hmm. you know? Like I know where you can find, here is somebody that I know that I was able to get in touch with. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give them my platform to be like, yeah, oh, this is a scientist. This is a, you know, a, a, a doctor. This is somebody who's dealing with pandemic. This is somebody, a, a lawyer. This is somebody who's been dealing with civil rights cases. This is a, a district attorney. This is a, a governor. This is a mayor, yeah. you know, like use those resources to be like help, like guide people. I, I, I don't necessarily, that's the performative thing to me. I don't need to hear like ASAP Rocky said. I don't need to hear what asap rocky has to say on this but guess what as asap rocky you can elevate somebody else's educated resource and platform to be like yo i'm not the one y'all need to be talking to but guess what this is that
0: person lebron's perfect example perfect example nobody bro Nobody knew this dude was building a school until that shit was built and ready to go. Yes. This dude was not going on tour saying, like, I need education reform. I want the schools in Cleveland to be better. He just did what he wanted to do in the way that he wanted to do it in a positive way. It's like... Uh, action and I think, I think, speak louder. And you're right. Actions speak louder. And speaking is probably one of the best actions you can take if right. you are on the fence. That's because very true. Because if you are on the fence, chances are most of your friends are too. Because you are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. I feel blessed to be around friends that are very... I had no doubt in most of them that they were full on board with the movement. There's no question about it. Like... You know, but having conversations with the people that are on the fence and challenging them and truly saying things like, you know, if we're going to be friends, these things need to happen. You know, you need to process these ideas and consider who I am as a person. Those are important conversations to have, especially in white families, especially in multi generational families people who live with their grandparents multicultural families with, too yes people who live with their white relatives people right. who live with their asian relatives or their arab relatives yeah it's so many conversations that can be had just in the home yeah. and that's where it starts it's, yeah you know totally it totally has to start how you it. raise your kids who you raise them around i have hope bro i, I do hope.
1: i have a lot of hope i think that um you know I think that as much as I have kind of like loathed the whole generational conversation, and like it's like us pointing at the older generation, like what the fuck, and then yeah. they're pointing at us, like like these young people are out here, like they're crazy, they're they're writing, they're protesting, they're trying to spearhead some change. So I like I don't know, I don't I feel I I don't know how I feel about that because I just feel like man, like can we just all be on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? At this point, fuck it. If our generation really just got to take this shit over and be like, we're not going to be complacent.
0: Yeah.
1: And we are going to speak up because time out like that don't sit right.
0: <laughs> well, the government just bets on people being complacent. Right. They just and it's like an insurance the company. Like, they just the bet on you not dying. You know, or not having to pay out that insurance. Right. Company. Like, it's not that can, hard to understand. Like yeah. it's obvious that when the tools are there to change the system, it's clear that they're they're, they're confident that won't take that step, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, gotta catch them with their guard down. That's what is happening now. That's <laughs> so what's happening right now. They, they fucked up and- Oh no, they found <laughs> out how to change the country. <laughs> what shall we do? <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> no, turn your bl- turn a blind eye. Clearly, you don't know how to do the right thing, so don't do anything anymore. <laughs> what shall we do? Uh, Stop doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: don't do anything.
0: Shut it down. Hey, man, it's been good uh,
1: catching up with you. I'm glad that. It's a good conversation. I'm glad that we had this conversation. Um,
0: yeah, and to many more. I take responsibility for this conversation.